Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Kendall Merritt here, and she is an energy coach and sex slash relationship coach. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to have you because I think that, y'all, the topic we're discussing today is so important. So tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, so um, my name's Kendall Merritt. I'm a sex and relationship coach and certified energy coach, and I have a little bit of a unique background. I come from over 15 years of coaching experience, ranging from nonprofit industries and for-profit industries across um, everything ranging from healthcare and hospitality and technology and real estate to pivoting um, and really bringing sex and relationship work onto the planet. And so I'm really passionate about helping people access their power and really remember their true presence by connecting deeply with soul-centered sexuality and sensuality. Um, and so it's super interesting when I look at what my journey has been is to really help people align with and feel confident and in flow to start to take action steps to integrate sexuality into their life. Mm, yes, yes. And that's why I love interviewing different sexuality coaches because I think that it's fascinating because everybody looks at sexuality differently. Mm. And so what is your take in terms of sexuality and spirituality? Yeah, so I'm a very much soul-centered, connected being. So I believe that our sexuality is the bridge between our divine spiritual selves and our human experience. And so we are all these energetic spiritual beings, no matter what your spiritual belief is, if you believe in God or different gods and goddesses and whatever that may be, the power of the universe, um, that place where we exist as the most evolved version of us, our whole soul-centered, highest evolved soul self, um, that, that's where we're trying to get as much lessons and evolution and soul downloads from. So really, when we can use sexuality as the doorway to tap into and connect to that highest version of us, that gives us these beautiful divine downloads and the confidence to really connect with the human experience. And so as part of the human experience, it comes with a human body, which sexuality is fundamental aspect of our sexuality. And so when we really get to connect with our sexuality and our human body, we can really reach for that more soul expansion level. Mm. Yeah, and I love that you say that, though, because I think that nowadays it's almost like people are craving this information because everybody realizes that, hey, we know nothing about sexuality. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's when I told you before we got on the call, like, that's how I got into this. I couldn't have an orgasm. I literally thought that I was going to be one of those women that was have, you know, would have to fake it. <laughs> and so I think that it's so, like, everybody wants a fulfilling sex life, and that's what led me into this work. Did you ever struggle to have, a, have an orgasm, too, or what, it, what was your experience? So my journey with sexuality is sexuality is something I was always super intrigued by and fascinated with. Even from a young age, I was always classified as too much. So I would be too flirtatious or I would dress too scandalous. I grew up in a very Catholic household. My mom had me in Catholic school for 13 years of my life. And so I grew up thinking that sexuality was 
somewhat shamed and it's not something that you can fully embrace, but the rebel in me wanted to push those boundaries. And so my experience with sexuality is I was, I could see the power that existed with sexuality. I could see the things that I was able to manifest and create in my life. And I was always searching for love, affection, connection. And I wasn't always using my sexuality for good or in the best way. And so when I was in high school, I ended up getting pregnant. And so as a freshman in high school at an all-girls Catholic school, being pregnant was a huge experience and having to move through that journey of overcoming shame and guilt and really stepping into my power, but also learning what did I really want in a relationship, in a partnership, in my own relationship with sexuality for myself. So that was really one of those really impactful moments that shifted my trajectory. And so through my experience in the corporate world, I was always, too sexy, too flirtatious, because I had gone through that journey of connecting with my sexuality. And really, it's people's perspectives. It's the work that is the opportunity for them to continue to do for themselves if they're starting to see some of these things as triggers of, she's too sexy, sexy, she's too confident. Well, that's also a beautiful mirror for people to reflect and say, well, where is the doorway for yourself to reflect on? So... That's kind of mm, over, overarching view of my journey with sexuality is it's had a lot of huge impactful experiences in my life um, that has inspired me to bring this work onto the planet and start to give people the tools to really connect for themselves. Mm. I love that so, so much because I think the too much belief is like a belief that every woman has dealt with, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, I dealt with that too. So I think that that is so, so important. I'm glad you said that. And with you being pregnant is so young. Like that is so, I'm sure some the women listening can relate to that. Oh um, yeah. And so that is so, I'm really glad that you said that. Wow. Yeah. My, I had a really beautiful experience, um, with that. I was so blessed to have incredible support. So when I found out I was pregnant, my dad came to me and he said, Kendall, guess what? if you're 15 and experimenting with having sex, you're normal, which instantly, like I can still feel the energetic, like weight lift off my chest when I say that, because I'm so grateful to have that support and to know that whatever decision I made was my choice. Um, I had support either way. So I made a decision to have my daughter and put her up for open adoption. So she's almost 15 now. And um, we have a beautiful relationship. She lives about 20 minutes from me. And so I get to see her and her adoptive parents all the time. And she knows who I am. And that's also a huge catalyst for me to do this work is to make sure that she grows up with the confidence and the tools to know that her sexuality is sacred and her self-confidence as she is, is really rooted in her relationship that she has with herself. Mm, yes. And I love how you say that, though, because that's something that I... It's so passionate about too, because I think that, you know, it's like the more and more we educate women on teaching their daughters that sexuality is sacred and to teach them that, and for sons too, but especially for women, I don't think we'd have a lot of the problems that we have because people don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, 
So stay tuned, there will be more coming soon for that target market, but we gotta help make sure that the adults and the parents are working through their own guilt and shame and shifting their perspective on sexuality first. <laughs> but really, but really, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so let's dive in. So we're talking about the energetics of sexuality, and I love talking about this because I think that, you know, I actually got a, a, a penis picture. A guy sent me a picture of his penis uh, through Instagram last week. Mm. Yes, I guess my watermelon picture really, <laughs> you know. Turned him on, yeah. I guess case. so. <laughs> but I think a lot of times women, you know, we want to step into that empowered sexual uh, like goddess energy, but then there's also that fear, whoa, I'm getting to someone attention, and then shrink it back down. So let's discuss that. Oh, I love that. Um, and I think this is something that you and I kind of started collaborating on when we first met. The energetics of sexuality is really rooted in your own energetics of self. And so when I look at my perspective of um, energy coaching and really starting to help people step into their energetic power, we have this human experience. We have to clean out all that shit that comes with being a human in a human body. So we have past perspectives, we have past teachings, we have past experiences, we have all these different things that kind of add different lenses to our view of our own energetic place. And um, so when we start to think about unwanted sexual attention and energy, when we start to put ourselves out there, um, we have to also look at how we're projecting ourselves. And so um, sometimes you're going to get unwanted energy because that's people's own perspective and perception of sexuality. So that's just part of the nature of human experiences, right? We have other people that each person has their own free will to make choices. And so what we have to do is really start with ourselves. We're the only ones that we can control. And so controlling our own energetics of really thinking about ourselves as a vessel, as a container. And so if we can get really clear in our own container and really stable and solid within our own energy, that, that way we know the energetic ripple effect that we are projecting. And so when we start to think about energy in general, there's kind of three different layers of how we like to think about energy. So the first is thinking of the energy of you. So your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. When we're dealing with sexuality, we're really diving into that energetic sphere of ourselves and thinking about what do we need to clear out and what do we want to project. So when we know that, our energy will ripple out to our sphere of influence. And so being a sex and relationship coach, as you know, Haley, there's so many ways that we can ripple this energy out. And so anybody who's in that direct sphere of influence, whether it's your Instagram following, whether it's your friends and family, they're going to start to feel your energetic radiance. And then that collectively ripples out to the collective. So as you said, if we could really start to shift the experience of people and women with their sexuality, think about the collective impact that it could have on the planet overall. And so as we do this work on ourselves and we are really being intentional about the energy that we project, 
that way we can make sure that we're attracting the right kind of people. And so I always like to look at it through three different lenses. The first perspective is what's the purpose? What is the purpose of you connecting with your sexuality or posting this photo or writing this particular post or video? When you can get really clear on what the purpose is, you start to understand why, why it matters, why it's really important. The next lens is to start to clearly identify your intention. This is where I think a lot of people get, they kind of skip over that part is they say, okay, if I'm posting this photo, the sexy photo with a watermelon, what's my actual intention of posting this? What is the perception that I want to be received from posting this? What do I want people to feel? What do I want people to think about this post or this piece. Same thing as if we're connecting with your sexuality. What's your intention of connecting with your sexuality? Is it to exude confidence? Is it to feel connected with yourself? Whatever those pieces are, getting really clear on the intention. The intention is like the how. So if purpose is the why, the intention is the how, then the last piece to consider is what the impact is. So our impact is what does it provide? What are the results? What are the actual things that happen? So that's the what component. And so when we can clearly start to identify connecting with our sexuality or posting a photo and we're looking through these lenses, purpose, intention, and impact, we can be intentional about that energetic ripple effect that we have on the planet. Um, so this is really important to also think of it through the lens of there's, there's sometimes discrepancies between our intention and our impact. We can have the best of intentions, but sometimes it's received in a different way. So the impact is different. Um, than what we intentionally or we initially desired. So really starting to look at being intentional will help us match our desired impact with the purpose of all the things that we're doing. Mm. Yeah, because you asked, I love how we're bringing this up because that the whole purpose of that post was just being playful and in my feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And I, most of the comments were great and I think everybody was getting what I was putting down. <laughs> but I also think uh, you're right. There always is that one, those few people that think of it in a twisted way or, you know. I mean, we're dealing with the world of social media. There's 10,000 followers plus, plus, plus out there that exist in the world. So there's bound to be some people that have their own perspective of what that is and what their own intention and impact is. And um, I think when we think about it in the world of dating, being really clear in how we project our own energy will help us start to attract the right kind of person. But it takes us being so crystal clear in our own energy field that we know what what exactly we are projecting to the world mm, yes yeah because one thing i've noticed is i have a client right now and we're working on helping her feel safe in her energy and so i think that this is a common issue that women are dealing with with the fact that yeah i want to be this competent empowered woman but then i also don't want to get the uh the unwanted attention too so it's almost like you can't do you have to deal with both basically <laughs> Yeah, that's I think when we think about as a sexually empowered woman and somebody who is confident in our own energy, I like to think of it as confidence with grace. 
So really moving with confidence, with grace, but it also requires a clear establishment of boundaries. So if you are projecting this sexually confident energy and you are receiving some of that unwanted attention, how do you actually acknowledge it? Do you just ignore it and allow it to continue to happen? Or do you step into that confidence and say, this is not appropriate behavior. This isn't making me feel good. I would appreciate it if you stop. So there's a lot of different ways, depending upon the situation, to acknowledge that energy. Um, and, you know, if somebody's sending you a dick pic, you can be straightforward and be like, does this actually work for you? Because clearly he's sending it to you because it has worked at some point. So that's mm. our responsibility as women is to say, this isn't working for me. And, you know, I would appreciate you actually honoring my consent and boundaries and asking permission before you send photos like that. No, I'm not interested. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So we have to, that's part of the energetics that we put out is clear boundaries. No, I'm not open to unwanted energy. So I'm, I'm a sex and relationship coach. And if I'm out in the world and speaking and facilitating workshops and doing things, I very clearly know that I'm safe and secure in my own relationship. I'm not out there wanting unwanted sexual attention. So thinking about what that impact is will create kind of that energetic protection and boundaries around you. Mm, yes, definitely. Yeah, and I've gotten better putting an energetic bubble around me and all that, especially mm -hmm. since I'm an empath. But I think that it's almost like nowadays, do you think that because there's so many sexuality coaches, is it getting more safe for women to be in this energy or is this something that we're all kind of working on collectively? I think um, that's a good question. I think that every day we get more and more able to step into this energy and it takes people having the confidence to really step into it and honor that energy for ourselves. I think there's so many women that are confident and empowered and beautiful and really owning their natural energetic impact. Um, and there's a lot of women who don't feel confident doing that. So there's never enough people doing this work to really empower people to step into that. And it's also, it's not only women, it's also empowering men to understand how do they honor their own dynamic and their own desires and what they want. Um, you know, just the overall education around sexuality is really lacking in giving people the tools and confidence to move through these dynamics day to day. Mm, yes. I so agree with you about that because I think so many guys, they just don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, they need the tools too. Yeah, everybody needs more tools. It doesn't matter if you've been sex coaching for 15 years or longer, you can still learn something. The, mm -hmm. the sacred art of sexuality has been studied for thousands of years. There's no way that we can know everything in one journey and one experience. So there's always more to learn. Mm, yes, definitely. Okay, so on that note, um, I always like asking people this question recently. So how do people manifest love using their sexual energy? Mm. 
So um, again, it, it always starts with yourself. So really starting to identify your own energetic imprint. What are you putting out? What do you, uh, what do you ideally want to project? And so when we can start to identify our own energy, that's going to be the first, first step. If we're not feeling confident, if we are still dealing with past experiences that have maybe clouded our perspectives, or if we are so desperately looking for a relationship in order to feel like we're going to be validated or feel completed by being in a relationship, you're not going to be attract the right kind of person or the person that's going to make you feel most honored. So it really starts with really identifying your own containers of what that what that looks like for you. And so um, containers is something that I mentioned earlier, but transformation happens in containers. And when we can really start to focus our energy where we want it to go, that allows us to experience the most radical transformation. And so when we can think about our energy, our energy can have a couple of different imprints. If we haven't cleaned out our own container, our energy can kind of do two different things. So it can almost like run up and hit against, bang against a wall of something that's stuck. So it's where we kind of are starting to, we want to make progress, but we keep kind of running into the same barriers and challenges. That would be one aspect that we would have to clean out. Or we can get ourselves, and this especially happens more commonly with women, is where we get to be in this kind of more spinning energy where we're repeating the same patterns over and over and we feel like we're stuck in this spinning sensation. And so in order for us to clear out our own container, it takes us rising up to that more soul-evolved self and start to identify why are these things happening? What are the patterns? What are the things that I want to shift so that I can start to be really clear in what my projections are? Um, so first of all, it always takes the work on ourselves, building a healthy relationship with our own sexuality, so having a healthy self-pleasure practice, really starting to know what feels good for you. What do you desire? What are all of those experiences that make you feel really empowered for yourself? So building that relationship for yourself first is incredibly powerful because that, again, connects with that energetic impact that you put out. Um, so when I think people are looking to manifest love or call in their next partner that is truly honoring of who they are as an individual, as a soul, spiritual being, um, I like to look through a couple of different things. As I mentioned earlier, the purpose, intention, and impact is really a powerful self-reflection tool to start with. Why do you want to actually call in a partner? What is your intention that you want to have? And what impact is it going to have when you call this person in? So really looking through those lenses first will help you. And I think that you should give yourself, I like to coach my clients on three really simple roles. So the first rule that is super simple is don't settle. Know that you are worthy and deserving of everything that you desire. If your soul is already desiring it, it's already yours. So just honoring yourself that you are worthy of that is really important. So people will say, oh, well, like maybe he's close enough, this will work. 
So how many women have you coached mm-hmm. that have settled in mediocre relationships because they feel that they need to be in a relationship? So that's the first rule that is often really hard for people to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one is don't settle. Number two is make sure you're feeling honored. So that sense of love, that sense of respect, that sense of appreciation and gratitude, really feeling honored in your body, in your energy for who you are as this divine spiritual being. So feeling honored is something that people get uncomfortable by. They're like, oh, well, I don't want to be put on a pedestal. But you are, your, your most soul evolved self is this divine goddess, queen-like energy. And so feeling honored for the queen that you are is incredibly um, another one of those fundamental pieces that we have to incorporate. And then the last rule is super simple. It's have fun, right? So when you say you're like, oh, I'm doing this for fun, I'm in my free goddess-like energy, we get so caught up in, I have to find my partner. I have to find the right guy. I have to find the right guy. I have to find the right guy that we overthink things. And so when we forget to have fun, we forget that we're in this beautiful planet. There's how many billions of people on the planet that we have an opportunity to connect with. And it doesn't always have to be the right one. So remembering to just have fun and enjoy the moment. It's so similar. It's like, It's like when people are trying to reach an orgasm, when they focus so much on getting an orgasm, they're not going to get the orgasm. So it's the same thing when we focus so much on finding the right one, you're not actually going to get there. So that's kind of my entry level of, okay, if we're dating, we're trying to figure it out. Okay. Don't settle, feel honored, have fun. Um, But really what I, I think is in kind of the baseline to figure out what it, what would be those actual things that we need to know to call in, I think about having five non-negotiables. So what are your five non-negotiable values that are traits, qualities, characteristics that are going to call in your partner? And so the easiest way to think about this is coming up with a high-level list. What are all the things that you want? What are all the things that you don't want? And this doesn't like six, four, tall, dark, and handsome. It's really starting to identify the energetics of what you want to call in. So my five values, um, when I started my journey to call in my partner, I was single, casually dating for seven years. And I was very crystal clear on, I don't want to settle into a relationship unless this person has my five values because I knew that they were the values that would honor me and really start to make myself feel nourished and valued in a relationship. So that's how we come full circle is it starts with knowing yourself first and what you want to attract before you can get really clear. And so with those five values, if you look at it, it's five things that you have to have. So If you're dating somebody and they have three out of the five things, it gives you the tool to make a choice to say, well, I know this person only has three of my five values. This could be something fun, right? You're not settling, you're feeling honored, you're having fun. This could be something fun to do for a little while, or it can be that deciding factor for you to say, 
this isn't who I want. I'm really at a place where I want to call in my ideal partner and this person isn't it. And it gives you a tool to make a decision. Mm, yes. And I love how you say that though, because I think that it is so like, that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of Disney movies and all that mindset about the one and you need to find them by this age. And if you don't, you're going to die a single with 50 cats, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's so important to like remove all that and figure out like, okay, what do you want for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, that was really a powerful tool that I used when I was calling in my partner. I said, okay, I got to get really crystal clear on what these five things are mm-hmm. and really starting to understand again, why do I want to call, why is this trait or quality so important? Why do I want to call this in? What's my intention in pulling this quality in and what's the impact going to be? So when I look at those five values, they're values that I stand on very firmly for myself. They're a foundation that I have to honor. I have to be living up to. I have to be incorporating into my life if I'm going to expect my partner to be doing that as well. And so when we met and we were in this dating world, it was like, oh shit, you actually have all five of my things. Very crystal clear. And that still to this day is the foundation that we have to stand on when things are not easy and rocky and living through a pandemic and buying a house and all these things of that we experience as a couple together. And so um, those five values are just so important to be able to be clear on. Mm, yes, I love that you said that. Yeah, and I love also that you said the point about, no, that means that I have to abide by these too because that's someone you know, that she has no list. He must work out daily. Well, girlfriend, do you work out daily? <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. So my values, um, would you like me to share? Cause sure. to give kind of a perspective. Okay. So, um, when I was looking at this and they're not in any particular order, um, either they're all mm-hmm. very important, equally important. Um, so my first one was really having a sense of purpose, being able to make an impact in the world and everything that you're doing. So being able to be aligned with your purpose, whether that's through your career, through how you live your life with your friends and your family, having a sense of purpose was really important. Clearly I'm working towards my purpose. So somebody else has to be doing it as well. Mm -hmm. My second component was really having a foundation of communication. So understanding not only that communication is really important to me, but the type of communication that I like. So being able to have these deep, open, vulnerable conversations, but also the carefree, fun, being able to talk about nothing and still enjoying each other's company. Um, I travel a lot for my business and my partner does too. So being able to have proactive and consistent communication where you know, if you're going to be busy all day, just text me and say, Hey babe, I've got a crazy busy day. I'll reach out to you when I'm done. And I know, okay, I may not hear from you for 10 hours and I'm not going to be making up stories about what that looks like. So Mm -hmm. communication was really the second fundamental value for me. The third piece is a sense of wellness, adventure, and spontaneity. So not only having mind, body, spirit connection, but really honoring that sense of We want to go travel. We want to go experience different cultures. We want to be able to be spontaneous and create adventures, feeds our mind, body, spirit. So that's eating well, that's exercising, that's all those different things. So that was kind of one all-encompassing value for me. 
And then my fourth piece was to really honor sexual appetite and physical touch. So physical touch is one of my number one love languages. I know that I have a very uh, well-deserving sexual appetite and I want to experience all of the amazing sexual things and I need somebody who's gonna put that as a priority in their life as well. So if that sexual chemistry is not a priority, then, oops, if that sexual priority, sexual energy is not a priority, they're not going to be able to feed that piece and be able to nourish me in that way. So those were my top four. And then my last piece was to have a connection with source and spirituality and doing that deeper soul level work on themselves because I am on a journey to evolve and grow in my own spiritual self and so I need somebody who's also going to be open to doing that work I don't need them to be like all the way deep dive in the pool with me but at least standing there and holding the towel so Mm. Mm -hmm. I love everything on your list I feel like I'm in a (laughs) I'm like hey Hey, I can do those things Yeah. yeah really your soul um, friend here. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I like to share those things is because I like to give people, it's not just like works out, you know, it, it's yeah, really yeah. like, it's the depth of what your soul needs to call in and what you want to experience overall. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's, yeah, I think it's so good to go deeper too. Yeah, you're right. Because mm-hmm. you were so right too about your point that you brought up earlier about how people say, okay, he needs 80%. Mm-hmm. And then, but here's the thing. People around her might be saying, oh, you're so picky. Just keep date him. When really the next guy can have all of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, when I was in that dating world, I, you have to, again, that's where getting clear with your own energy is checking in of like, okay, am I falling into this? I want to be in a relationship so bad that you're willing to settle for things and not being clear in what you want. Um, I was coaching a client um, just the other day about this of she so desperately wants to be in a relationship and so is like, I'm ready, I'm stable, I'm clear, I'm solid. But the energetic imprint that she's putting out is not of a place of clear energetic ripple effects. So the people that she's calling in aren't meeting that same expectation. Now, again, this is part of our human experience. They're not bad experiences. She's not doing anything wrong. She just has to recognize that the energetic ripple effect that she wants to put out should be different than what she is to truly call in that person. So it's almost like you have to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm stable, I'm solid, I'm clear, I know what I want, this is exactly why I'm calling this person in, this is what I'm looking for, and I know that I'm not going to settle, I'm going to make sure I feel honored, I'm having fun, and when this person steps into my life, that's where you give it up to trust, and you trust in the divine, and you trust in the greater plan that they're going to come in at exactly the right time. So being able to take those action steps to work on your own values for yourself and make sure you're sending out positive ripple effects and trust that it's going to come. Mm. So, right. It's take action and surrender at the same time. Mm. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Cause do you believe, you know, I've heard so many people, spiritual people say, uh, no, I don't believe in soulmates. And then other people are like, what? No, we are definitely soulmates. Mm -hmm. So what is your belief? Like, what is your take on that? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I kind of go back and forth. I have some mixed feelings. Yeah. My partner is very much my soul partner. I feel mm -hmm. like when I first started dating him, it wasn't, we were meeting for the first time. It was very much remembering each other and really coming back into a place of we've done this before. We've had lifetimes together. He is a soulmate level. Um, when I have my astrological friends look at our charts, they're like, oh man, you guys are definitely soulmates just from the way our charts intertwine. And mm -hmm. there's so many things um, and different perspectives to consider, but you have to know for you, like, are you comfortable in your heart that this person is for you? It doesn't matter what the terms or the verbiage of he's my soulmate or not. Like, what do you believe? What do you feel in your heart, in your soul, in your place of connection? I know my partner is my guy. I have really the desire to make things work with him. And we've been together for two years and just bought a house together. It's like, we're not going anywhere. And relationships take commitment and effort and work moving mm -hmm. forward. So as soulmate fairy tale as we may be, we're both learning and growing. We're both having a human experience. And so who knows where we're going to go, but we're both willing to commit to doing the work together. Mm, yes. And I think that that's the main thing is just wanting to do the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When we are evolving and growing for ourselves, we're, we're going to be growing at different rates and different paces and he may go this way and I may go this way but when we know that we can come back together and communicate that's how we start to align mm -hmm. okay so tell everybody like what final takeaway would you want everybody to know from the energetics of sexual energy to manifesting love yeah I think high level it's commit to do the work for yourself what it, do it for you first, because if you're not doing the work for you, nobody else will be able to complete that and make you feel solid and clear and stable in your own energy. So once you do that, everything else will fall into place. Mm, yes, yes. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Instagram is a great way to connect with me at soul saturations is my Instagram handle on my website, www.soulsaturations.com. Um, those are the best, easiest places to reach me. And I'm here to support a hundred percent. So send me a DM if you want more information on any of the things that I've talked about, or if people are looking for help getting clear in their own energy field to be able to call in that next partner. I'm honored to support people in either a deep dive uh, coaching container or a longer 12 week container as well. Cool. Sounds amazing. I'll yeah. put your information down below. Y'all be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share, let us know your thoughts. I love hearing feedback from them and have a great day. All right.